0: That's Mungo Jerry. And in the summertime. Don't you love that track? I just love that one because it does actually take me back to holiday season and just enjoying the weather and being out there. And that is exactly what I'm talking about today, because if I think about, you know, as soon as I think about Switzerland, For me, I think of stunning landscapes. I see the Swiss Alps and beautiful houses with colorful sort of flower baskets outside. Now that, are my memories from my childhood visit. So, what's on offer for someone visiting Scotland? Um, visiting Scotland. What well, visiting Switzerland now? As we've got no restrictions to travel abroad, uh, and you would like to sit down and think, okay, where would I like to go on holiday? Well, I have got the man here who can tell you all those answers, and that is Martin Niedeger. He's the CEO of Switzerland Tourism. And I'd like to welcome you in the studio today. Good morning to you.
1: Good morning. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah, it's lovely to have you here. Now, before we talk about Switzerland, yeah, you're here on a on a quick visit to Hong Kong. So, for how long?
1: Uh, Unfortunately, only for three days. But uh, so far, what I've seen is just stunning. I love it already.
0: And and this is your first visit, isn't it?
1: It is my very first visit to this beautiful place, yes.
0: Wow. Now, um, I know that certainly in Hong Kong, things are now starting to get better in terms of restrictions being lifted, no masks. People are thinking about traveling. And um, so Switzerland, um, to me, as I said, like I was there probably when I was about... uh, 10 years old and I just fell in love with it. Absolutely beautiful. Now for you at the moment, are lots of people coming to Switzerland?
1: Well, it's uh, definitely picking up, absolutely. Starting from domestic tourism, Swiss were incredibly loyal to their own country, like it was during the pandemic. Uh, And then it was something called nearshoring people close by, countries just neighboring Switzerland. They returned fairly quickly. And we can tell it's like a ripple effect that more and more intercontinent travel really picks up.
0: Mm, and it is a stunning place. I mean, what is it famous for? I mean, the Swiss Alps come into my vision immediately. But, you know, what are people coming to see? Is it de- is it that beautiful landscape?
1: Is It is absolutely. I, I couldn't have described it better than you did in the beginning. It is definitely the mountains. Switzerland owns the Alps. We are in the heart of, this, uh, of the Alps in Europe. The majority of the Swiss Alps lay in Switzerland. The beauty about the Alps is that they are accessible. They are not mountains far away from conquering. We have more than 600 railways and uh, mountain railways actually helping you to get up there so you can actually immerse and, and really experience the, uh, the uh, alpine, the mountain feeling. Uh, it is the landscape, it is the greenery. So in short, our, the, the main reason, and this is for more than 100 years, the main reason why s- people come and visit Switzerland is, can be summarized in one word, it's nature.
0: It's magical, to tell you the truth. Seriously. (laughs) Every time I see Switzerland, I just keep thinking, I do want to go back there. I do want to go back there. Now, tell me, you know, in terms of like, it is a place that people go, certainly for skiing. Um, They're there you know, for the skiing season. And it's also a great place for the summer as well, isn't it? Yeah,
1: the the beauty is we really have the typical European four full-blown seasons. So Mm -hmm. basically four times three months full season. We have the snow-covered winter where basically there's a... Everything is is, uh, magically white and quiet and beautiful. You can ski, but you can also just do other activities. Sometimes it's enough for people just to walk around or go on a horse ledge. So there's so many activities to do in winter, and it turns the landscape in a completely different Mm. uh, atmosphere. So that's a really lovely winter. Then you have the spring. Of course, we do not have the same extent of the of the, the blooming uh, trees here, but it is when, because you have such a strong winter, you have a wonderful contrast when everything awakens. So there's this huge, this, this transformation from snowy switzerland to then the spring is fantastic then we have the the summers which get fairly warm warm enough to go and bathe in the lakes and in the rivers and enjoy the, the mountains in a t-shirt and then actually my favorite season in fact is autumn mm. because autumn is a different thing it's, it's a little a bit melancholic it's a little bit a little bit heavy but that, that exactly adds to the atmosphere we call it the harvest season uh, and uh, this is the colours are more brownish, more earthy. Uh, this is definitely something I would highly recommend.
0: Okay, for a family who are thinking of going, is it something that, you know, you've got great public transport, or would you be hiring a car? What's the best way to do it?
1: Well, both both is possible, but uh, personally I recommend definitely use the public transportation system because they are just world-renowned. They are... Uh, I would say, uh, not very modest, but I would say they're one of the best uh, in the world. And they're they're just hassle-free. They're very reliable. They're very uh, properly there. And and it's basically not a mode of transport. It's an experience. Because when Mm. you take the train through Switzerland, basically, uh, you will never read a book. You will never be on your phone because your your face will constantly be uh, on the window. Looking at the
0: views. I know. I've seen a few programs just where they've been focusing on whole train rides and things like that. Now, is it uh, generally, you know, when people think of Switzerland, they think, oh, it's quite expensive. A number of people have gone and thought, oh, gosh, you know, trying to eat there or trying to do whatever. Now, why is it so expensive?
1: Well, it's, uh, I, I wouldn't say it's expensive because you do have the variety. But of course, the, we really, really focus on quality. We really want to make sure when people come to Switzerland that they get the best experience, the highest quality. We make sure that we pay our people really fairly. So everyone that works in the tourism industry, you can be guaranteed that they have uh, solid salaries. And all that adapts to the costs and we have to pass on these costs to the price. Mm. But still, what you get in return is absolutely worth the money. Money. And then you should not forget so many things are for free. I mean, the, if that the, the hiking, the access to nature, uh, is is basically at zero costs, and mm-hmm. you can and, and you can do so many activities. So when you pay the price, that's what you see is what you get. There's no hidden cost. There's no extra cost. Right, there's no annoying right. taxes coming on top of it. So I wouldn't say it is it is uh, expensive. It's absolutely worth the money. And uh, as, uh, as as I mentioned before, uh, when you travel by train, which I really highly recommend, then you should definitely get the so-called Swiss Travel Pass. Okay. It is a general abonnement. You buy this pass, and you can hop on anything that moves in Switzerland: train, bus, boat, everything. Most mountain railway, you get a discount, and this is really a cost saver.
0: That sounds fantastic. So now, where would you suggest? In if you're planning a trip to Switzerland, where is the best place to start? If you're going, say, from home. Kong. So what would you suggest? I mean, what's the kind of trail of being able to say, if you've got, say, a week or so, and you want to capture as much as you can in that time, where do we start?
1: I recommend a nice a nice combination of known places, of places you have to see because they're just what Switzerland is known and uh, popular for, and also some hidden places. You should definitely try to find things where uh, places, destinations, excursions, which are not so known, because that's the fun part, right, to mm. get lost a little bit yeah, in Switzerland. Yeah. So, Obviously you have to see the Matterhorn, there's no way. You need to go to Sermet and watch and see this mountain, which is, I've seen this mountain a hundred times and I still can't get enough. So mm-hmm. this is definitely a must see. But then there's also other destination in, in, in the Valais region, which you should go. Very close by is the Lake Geneva. The Lake mm-hmm. Geneva has this beautiful UNESCO World Heritage, the Lavaux. It's a wine region, fabulous, the most beautiful place you've ever seen. So this is the, something you should combine it with. Then uh, you move towards the center of Switzerland, you go to the, the Bernese overland area, you go to the Jungfrau region. There's um, a place called Interlaken. Interlaken, like the yeah, name so suggests, I that's where I went. is between the lakes. Uh, you go up to the Jungfrau Joch. This is as the matter on it is something you have to see. You can have a look at the uh, largest glacier in Europe. It's a 24 kilometer long wow. glacier, 900 meters deep. This I just see. blows you away. Mm. And then you move more towards central Switzerland to Lucerne. Again there, a lake. This is this is the, the beauty about Switzerland. You have these combinations of mountain lakes and high mountains, steep mountains. This contrast just is, is fabulous. So Lucerne and, and the region is definitely a must-have also there another mountain called Engelberg, Mount Titlis you go up there, you can actually walk inside a glacier, they have a glacier cave Uh, and then you might end up in Zurich uh, a hot spot of Switzerland Uh, we call it city but it's actually a boutique town, it is a There's so many things to combine, so this might be um, an itinerary for you.
0: Do you think a a week is sufficient to be able to sort of hop over to these places and then do that? Or do you think ideally what? how much time do you think you need?
1: Well, obviously the longer the better, but we we all know that uh, there might be time constraints. But I would say it should be a week to really, really experience Mm it. I, I think if... The pandemic has something good and it hardly has anything good, but it has something. I think it really made us rethink and reevaluate how and where we want to spend time and yeah. with whom. So uh, I think if you want to have a, a quality vacation and spend quality time with your loved ones, then you should really invest in a longer trip in Switzerland because you'll be stunned how much this little country now, has to I'm offer. just
0: listening to you and I'm feeling like, you know, I'm salivating, thinking, oh God, I do want to go back. Now, also, you, uh, you're talking about your loved ones. Obviously, we're talking like families as well. Is this, uh, it's, it's great for people who've got, say, younger children as well? I mean, because I know sometimes when we organize holidays, we're thinking all the time that, is this going to be okay for the children? Is it enough for them to do? So Switzerland's all right in that respect? There'll always be something for so
1: Also much more than all right. Uh, absolutely. We love families. And you know, when you travel with families, your your expectations of safety and reliability are slightly heightened, right? Because you want your children to be good. And Switzerland's so safe and it's so convenient. And you, you can really be absolutely carefree and that's what you want to during your vacation mm. right you want to know you don't need to constantly be worried uh, organizational wide and that someone takes care of your kids so this is absolutely hassle-free and it's a mm. beautiful spot for kids and actually it's also a little bit educational because you want your kids to get in touch with nature and there's no better place in Switzerland to yeah. actually give them an experience they will never forget.
0: I remember paddling my feet among those streams <laughs> where we stopped. I went actually camping so we were going we were staying in a camping site which was so exciting at that time when you're quite young you know to be able to do that and then I recall um, buying a cuckoo clock <laughs> and, we, and then we came home we put this lovely cuckoo clock on, on our sort of, in our living room now now you know in terms of staying you know there are Airbnbs there's hotels there's a variety of ways I've just talked about camping what would you suggest I mean what's the best way and how best is it to book it through the normal kind of trip.com and things like that?
1: Well, it's it's certainly a, uh, a choice, uh, mm. wh- what people want. Sometimes people prefer to pay an apartment when they have kids with them because they want to have that extra space, which is absolutely no problem. Others prefer to have the convenience and the comfort of a hotel. And that's, again, the beauty. We have youth hostels, We have camping sites. We have hotels rating from one to five star. And even if you're in a two or three star hotel in Switzerland, they are reasonably like very, very good quality. And then you can have, and I think you should pamper yourself in one of these yes. historic, excellent hotels. We have these grand hotels, or some hotels have just a amazing location overlooking a lake and mountains. So it would be a pity not to uh, invest uh, an unforgettable five-star hotel experience, because mm. it's not necessarily about the money, it's about the experience.
0: Yes, it's about the experience and the memories that you have. Um, it sounds absolutely exciting. Now, you know, one of the things that is always a highlight for me because i'm a bit of a foodie and i enjoy going and trying different things where switzerland is concerned what would you say in terms of what are we going to go and taste and where do we go and and you know like here in hong kong we have so much street food and things like that so where's the go-to for switzerland in terms of food what are we going to eat
1: so i think uh, it would be a mistake to leave switzerland without having any cheese or chocolate experience, mm. that, yes, that should course. be punished, you should really, <laughs> really do that. Uh, you, should, you must uh, try the fondue, you must try the raclette and there are some local specialties because in Switzerland, despite its small size, we have four official languages. So we speak French, Italian, German and Romansch mm-hmm. And these four languages, they come with a culture and the culture comes with the food. So the beauty is also that wherever you are in which culture cultural or language environment, there are their specialties. When you're in Zürich, you have to try, now watch out, it's a really difficult word, Zürcher geschnetzelt, it's something like Zürich Stroganov. Uh, this is something you need to try mm, it is, it that is, sounds it interesting. is a veal on a hefty sauce together with a rosti. that is that is uh, absolutely must be then when you're in the French speaking part they're really famous for the fondue and the raclette uh-huh. or at uh, Lake Geneva which I just mentioned before they have something called the saucisson vaudois. this is this typical sausage uh, mm-hmm. dish there then you have uh, in Ticino they speak Italian it is towards the Italian border no, they have slightly it? Italian influenced food uh, which, which is uh, again amazing so it This is the beauty that actually nowadays you want to dive in into the culture and into your travel destination also via your palette, what you just mentioned before.
0: Mm. Now, I'm going to uh, ask you about something else, actually, not related as such to Switzerland, but you interviewed Roger Federer. (laughs) And I got this information before you came in. And how did you manage to do that? Then he was there and you decided to have a chat with him. How did that go? Tell
1: me about it. Well, well, we're really we're lucky enough that Roger Federer, the the, the best tennis star and the, the the most amazing guy as a person, is uh, actually working together with uh, Switzerland Tourism. He's okay. our ambassador. Oh, wonderful! So for three years now already, we work together, and uh, he's enjoying it so much. You can tell it is <laughs> the easiest and the nicest person you have ever met, and he just loves to work together. And I think he has such a healthy attitude because when we were started talking, he says, you know what? I have now a 20 years career in tennis and that was successful because... Uh, this success is based on the stability of my country Switzerland I have always felt safe I was always well received this country uh, is a big contribution to my success so now it's time for me to give something back and I want to do that so this is just a very healthy and generic it is really beautiful
0: that's good now you've been in this post for the last five years for you which is looking back what is I mean you know you've told me about wonderful things about Switzerland at the moment and I'm and totally into you know going back there at some point but if i was to ask you like two things that for you are the highlight in switzerland what would you say
1: well with the with the danger of being repetitive it is nature it sounds it sounds so generic but it is and it is something you 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 will take pictures you will make videos and you will post everything but it, it cannot replace actually the actual feeling what you have when you're on a mountaintop and you breathe in this fresh air and you're looking at snow covered mountain, a panoramic view. Uh, you had to get uh, goosebumps or tears, either one of those two is just Well, guaranteed. I can
0: feel it at the moment. <laughs> I can just think that, yeah, it just sounds absolutely breathtaking. And without a doubt, it is one of the most beautiful places. I remember, you know, before they used to do like chocolate boxes in the UK and the chocolate boxes always had these lovely pictures, beautiful scenery. And majority of the time it's all Switzerland that they were featuring. So I hope that, you know, some of the listeners who are listening at the moment, I think, oh, yes, if we're going to make this trip, let's go to Switzerland because it sounds absolutely fabulous. Now, before you leave, let me just ask you now, you've only had a couple of days in Hong Kong. Have you managed to try something to eat? Have you eaten something which you've really enjoyed? What was your highlight in Hong Kong so far?
1: well I, I i love to have seen so far culinarically i've, I've just started i've just uh, began here so i'm looking very format- uh, f- forward to uh, to lunch today we're going to have a cantonese specialty so this is going to be uh, my first uh, uh, culinary experience and i'm really happy to do so
0: and you've enjoyed the view on the harbour front enjoyed all of that
1: we have yes. Last night we were we had an event with our uh, with our friends up there in the Pacific Club, and it was a spectacular view. I'm blown away because this is so contrastful, right? The skyline is something we don't have. We yeah. have to offer mountains, landscape, nature. So people love contrast. So when you live in Hong Kong and you have this beautiful skyline, then you want to have something contrastful, and that's why you come to Switzerland.
0: And absolutely. And I'm sure quite a few people will decide to do that. Martin, thank you so much for coming in today. It sounds absolutely beautiful. And I know, I mean, I've been there and I've seen it. And it's something still on my list to visit again, because I think I was too young at the time when I went. But this time, I won't go camping. I'll go into a nice hotel. Please do so. (laughs) Thank you so much.
1: Thank you.